and welcome to this week's episode of Margaritas with Margarita Cheng, CFP Pro. We know you are going to love our guest. Fiona Simon went gambling on granola and found unexpected gifts on the path to entrepreneurship. I actually met Fiona when I was living in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Now I'm at the beach here, and I am so excited to bring her to Rita's show so that she can share her entrepreneurial trip with us, and we can talk about the finances of all of that. So I am going to send it over to Margarita. Take it away. Well, thank you so much. And Fiona, here's to celebrating you. We are so excited to have you here, and you're going to be talking about, I'm going to share this on the screen, Fiona's book, Gambling on Granola. Unexpected Gifts on the Path of Entrepreneurship. So thank you so much for being here, Fiona. You're welcome. So we'll just jump right to it. What was your inspiration for wanting to write Gambling on Granola? You know, I've been a writer most of my life. And when I owned my granola company, my customers got to know me over the years. I did farmer's market in Boulder for 10 years. So twice a week, I would see my customers face to face. And they saw Natalie, my daughter, growing up at farmer's market. I started the company when she was four years old. And she was with me there until she was 14, 15. And they thought my story would be really inspirational for female entrepreneurs who might have a dream and they saw the hardships I went through and the challenges and how I overcame those. And they thought I should write a book. And so I basically did it from their suggestions. Wonderful. And I did read your book. I love reading. I love supporting women. And of course, I love supporting women entrepreneurs and authors. So what made you decide? So you, everyone, you do need to read the book, but we will hear from Fiona. What made you decide to start the granola business? Well, when my daughter was three, my husband asked for a divorce. And so I found myself a single mother quite unexpectedly. And I needed to go back to work full time. I had been teaching Spanish part time. But that wasn't enough to cover the bills. So I got a job at the Boulder Chamber of Commerce as the communications director. And I enjoyed the job. It was social. I wrote. But I did not have flexibility in my job. And so I was working eight to five. Uh, my daughter was in a Montessori preschool. And then, and eventually, obviously, elementary school. And I was finding that I wanted to go on field trips and I didn't want to take a vacation time if she got sick and I wanted to pick her up when I wanted to after school. So I pounded the pavement for about a year and a half. And I should back up and say every month I was interviewing two different business owners for the newsletter. And I saw them waltz in, waltz out, learn about their success of the company, their creativity, what inspired them. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that. And so I kept going, pounding the pavement, which is nice in Boulder, Colorado. If you know Boulder, it's a very beautiful place to walk. And one day I was out walking and the inspiration hit that I could sell my granola which my mother had been baking since I was five years old. And she quit making it when I was in middle school and I missed that granola. 
Well, she, no, she quit making it when I was maybe 10. It was like a five-year thing. And so I get to middle school. I'm like, mom, whatever happened to that granola you used to make? Oh, I got tired of that. Well, I, she found the recipe and I started baking granola again to the point where my friends loved it. They would come after school for granola. My siblings would want that for their presents and I knew it was a really good recipe. And so almost on a whim, I quit my job at the chamber and I started this granola company. Wow. That And like I said, everyone, I did read the book. And as you mentioned, your customers, they, they also were celebrating your successes along the way. What was the most unexpected challenge you encountered when starting your business? <laughs> As funny as it might sound, it was the immediate success of my company. I had no idea how popular this granola would be very quickly. I was getting into stores before I even had secured bakery space. I was approached to go into chains of grocery stores before I had the capacity to do that. People were asking me to create new product lines before I really was prepared to do that. And so with that, though, I was also totally unprepared to work so so many hours a week because at the chamber, I was working an average of 40 hours a week. I immediately overnight went to 80 hours a week easily and worked seven days a week. And here I am a single mother. And the whole reason I start my granola company was to have flexibility with my daughter, yet I'm working around the clock. And so that became a huge challenge for me. So it was really a double-edged sword to have that much success that quickly. So yes, be careful what you ask for, right? Yes. What started your passion for healthy food? And I know, by the way, there's so many amazing food companies in Boulder, but what started your passion for healthy food? I would say it was my maternal lineage. My paternal grandmother was a dietitian. And she loved baking and cooking. And we would go to their house every weekend for dinner. And she always made the most wonderful food. Her sister was a gourmet chef, also lots and lots of baking. So that's my father's side. My, my Jewish side is like the baking side and, and the creativity. But my mother's side, which is my Irish side, she was very creative in the kitchen always trying new recipes. And so I grew up trying new food, uh, this love from all these, these uh, influences from my female ancestors of what is creative cooking really about and the joy behind it. And so from a very young age, I found a cookbook recently. I started when I was in fifth grade handwriting all these recipes from my grandmother and my great aunt and even my other grandmother. So I just was grown up. I grew up with the love of cooking. And when I was a young girl, what I wanted for a present was a Susie bake oven. So I got, and I don't know, I may be aging myself, but they were these real ovens with little cake pans and that's what I wanted. And so I was gifted a Susie bake oven. So it's really from as long as I can remember, I've loved it. That's so beautiful. And you know what, food, I always joke around, like Asians, we share our love with food. So the more we love you, the more food we're gonna give you. 
jokes aside, but to bake and share food is a sign of love and care. So as we wind down, what is one piece of advice you have for people, especially women looking to start their own businesses? Okay, so I'm going to take, take an excerpt. It's it's one paragraph that I give at the end, uh, basically about lessons learned, but they are pieces of advice. I learned valuable lessons from my business. Trust needs to be earned. Goodwill is only as good as its outcome. Dollar signs can blur one's vision. Courage and resilience are options we choose. Others do not have the right to dissuade us from pursuing our dreams. We make mistakes because we have something to learn. Adversity makes us stronger. They are all good lessons and ones I am extremely grateful to have learned. That is beautiful. And how can people learn more about your work, your writing, and support you with your book? So here's the time for you to share websites or social media handles. Oh, great. So I do have a website, gamblingongranola.com. It will turn into fionamariasimon.com. It's so you can also type my name in. So that's one way to get to my website. And the real only other publicity I have is uh, through Amazon. That's the easiest place to buy my book. So if you type in gambling on granola, it should come up on Amazon. But on my website, I've got some blog posts from earlier writing. I did a few fun ones. So it's not just the book, but you'll find other writings from earlier in my life. So I haven't been marketing myself too much. I'm in school and uh, have kind of moved on with where I focus my efforts right now. But I would love people to read my book. And and I've gotten very good feedback. And people have read my book multiple times. They said they've enjoyed it so much. And especially for female entrepreneurs. And I would even go as far as to say single females who don't have a built-in support system at home from, say, a partner, because it takes a lot of fortitude and a lot of courage to do this on your own. But we believe in ourselves. We can do anything. Absolutely. And here's to celebrating you. (laughs) And we just wanted to show another picture of the book. Thank you so much, Fiona. Now back to you, Hope. Thank you, ladies. Oh, I'm so excited that you got to share your story with us, Fiona. This is just beautiful. Entrepreneurship is a gift that women give to the world and then the world gives back to us. So here's to to that. Here's to Margaritas with Margarita Cheng. And also we are on Margarita's website. We have uh, you featured with an excerpt from your book, the first chapter. So people starting March 1st, which is International Women's Celebration Month and Women's History Month you will be our star. Also on my website, uh, incandescent.us, you will be our book of the month. So thank you, ladies. We are so happy to have you here and have you sharing your gifts with us. So I'm Hope Katz Gibbs, president and founder of Incandescent, Incandescent Radio, Incandescent TV, and we wish you only the best. Happy International Women's Month to you both and to all of our listeners. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being part of our Incandescent Radio and TV family. This is Hope Katz Gibbs, founder of Incandescent Incorporated, the PR and publishing company for women entrepreneurs. 
Our incandescent radio and TV shows are brought to you by our advertisers and clients. Margaritas with Margarita Chang, CFP Pro, brings us 15 minutes of tips every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live, where you'll meet experts who are helping us flex our financial muscles. Find all of the episodes at margaritachang.com. You'll also meet intuitive psychotherapist Kara Keem, who interviews therapists and other intuitive guides from around the world. Learn more at karakeen.com. And you're going to love social justice expert Karen Hanrahan, CEO of the San Francisco-based Glide Memorial Foundation. She bridges the gap from local impact to global change on her thought leadership show on Incandescent Radio. Learn more about Karen at karenhanrahan.com. You're also going to love Alina Leal, founder of the radical wellness journaling company, zenitjournals.com. Alina asks, have you tried to journal but found it hard to keep up? Zenit makes it easier to journal for your wellness. With Zenit, you can customize your journal with prompts that speak to you. No more blank pages. Your Zenit is your personalized space to take care of yourself. Website, zenitjournals.com. Feel it, write it, Zenit. You'll also meet amazing Tracy Schott, founder of voicesforchange.com. Tracy is determined to change the world and end domestic violence. Learn more at voicesforchange.net. And we are so thrilled to be publishing a book for Angela Mitchell, who is the tech expert of case management. And she's also the founder of this fabulous organization, Kids Code 2. She is determined to teach kids to code computers. Talk about teaching a kid to fish. We invite you to discover and peruse all the Incandescent Incorporated websites, the magazine for women by women about women, incandescentwomen.com. Our health and wellness magazine is beincandescent.com, the business of mind, body, spirit, soul, and heart. Our YouTube channel is incandescent.tv. And you can learn about our PR and book publishing services at incandescent.us. If you'd like to have your own radio and video show, check us out at incandescentradio.com, where you can see what we can do for you. These podcasts are also featured on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Our podcasts are produced by Brandy Wilsker. Our videos are produced by Nelson Benavides. Our website developer is Max Kukoy, and our incandescent illustrator and designer is Michael Glenwood-Gibbs. If you'd like to learn more, please send me an email, hope at hopegibbs.com. Here is to your incredible, indelible incandescent success. Much love and many thanks. <laughs>